Where there is guilt, there is manipulation. And people-pleasing creates an environment for manipulation. Hey everyone, I've been brewing on the topic of manipulation for the past year. I've lightly touched on the subject in some episodes, but today I want to talk about the guilty pleasure of manipulation. I remember my first relationship at the age of 20. Taban, I thought I found true love, but I was living in a huge ocean of flack with zero awareness of it. My partner then picked up on my energy and the fact that I would do anything in the name of love and abused the hell out of me. On one hand, I was just 20 years old and this was my first serious relationship. But on the other hand, I was so afraid of losing the, in quotes, love and attention that I abandoned myself until it broke me. The love and attention I was afraid of losing was stemming from my need for validation. And boy, was I seeking it because I was coming from lack. I talk about lack quite a lot because at some point we're all in lack and we don't realize it. Lack of confidence, security, money, etc. Lack is unfortunately part of life and it comes to everyone, even those who we think have it all. Lack and love can be overlooked because we are so obsessed with the idea that love means hardship. We get mentally involved in the story, story we build around it and without realizing it, we become victims of our own love story. When I didn't speak my truth because I thought I was afraid of losing someone, what I was really doing was trying to manipulate my then partner into staying with me by being someone I thought they wanted me to be. I wasn't being myself. I abandoned my truth and myself. When you don't know your own weakness and trigger points, you leave a door wide open for manipulation. The problem is, sometimes we like it. As the Arabic proverb goes, which translates to something among the lines of, we love what causes us pain. I used to giggle every time someone would say that to me until I understood how unhealthy it was to settle for less. But breaking free from our own comfort zone is very difficult because it requires a huge change in our mindset, which takes a lot of work. And sadly, it's not a switch of a button. My trigger point for the longest time was a struggling woman. If I saw a woman struggle, I would be drawn to that energy and I would want to fix things and be her hero. Because I grew up in uncertainty and I struggled a lot as a woman in my career. It created lack. And life is a mirror of our state of mind. So I was mirroring my own lack and struggle because I didn't heal from it. Even when things got better for me, I wasn't aware that I had to heal from them. So I kept attracting them over and over again until eventually the universe and God said, you know what, enough. Let's give you a proper lesson and the right people to show you how this is going to work. Last December, I was in Amman processing the rejection of episode five. I wasn't dwelling at that point. I was actually making peace with what is. I was having a talk with my friend about my business partner and telling her how I carry a lot of responsibility and guilt towards her and our struggling business from the lockdown of 2020. When she told me that Vadim Zeeland says, where there is guilt, there is a manipulator. And I had to be very careful. I really sat with those words and realized that I was taking on a responsibility that wasn't mine. My emotions and happiness are my own, but I cannot create safety for someone else and it is not my job to do so. Plus, if I really thought about it, my business partner, she never asked me to do to do that, but I put myself responsible for her and I obviously failed because in the flow of life, your journey is your own and you can't walk someone else's journey for them. 
even if it's to protect them or to help them avoid pain. Yes, the intention was good, but I was breaking all universal rules and boundaries. I cannot interfere in someone's experience and try to save them from hardship if it was there to help them grow. For the record, our company is slowly recovering from 2020, but you get where I'm going with this. If someone keeps trying to rescue you, then you'll never learn. And that karma, I think, is going to be on two people. The one interfering, like in this case it was me, and the one who is still not learning, which would have been her. But this is all part of boundaries. But that's the business part of it. What about manipulation in love and sex? When you carry guilt or feel the need to constantly please people, you invite manipulation. Bilayabi, bir kabuki, or bir kabuk. I learned that it's important to be aware of how you feel. Guilt is a strong emotion, and if you don't deal with the guilt, the universe will mirror you by inviting someone who will trigger the guilt in you to behave in ways that don't serve you, because it's a distraction from the work you need to do on yourself to improve the quality of life. I know this because I did that for the longest time. Imagine attracting someone who is angry. Imagine the combination of someone's anger taking it out constantly on you and you feeling constantly guilty and responsible for their life that you keep taking the beating from them. Do you see the vicious cycle here? An emotional connection can be used as a tactic to control another person's behavior, especially when it's mirrored by your own suffering. In love and sex, first impressions are important. But what is equally important is what we, when we put on our best mask to impress we create an illusion around ourselves, whether it's physical to dress our best or an environment to build a mood for passion and physical intimacy. We manipulate our surroundings. Yes, it's called effort, but it's also out of our norm and for its specific goal. The primary law of human psychology is that people judge you on appearances. They look at your body language, tone of voice and how you project yourself. And the more we are aware of that, the more we can craft it. I'm not saying that manipulation is good or bad. I'm not judging. I'm just bringing to your attention the power of manipulation and that we are all manipulators. Now, before you argue otherwise, just think about it. Have you ever played on someone else's insecurities to get them to do something you want? Have you ever changed the subject during an argument or pointed the finger at somebody else instead of your own actions? What about passive aggressive behavior where guilt tripping is involved or worse? Constantly playing the victim card. I know some of you guys do that. The one that hits home, though, is a silent treatment. It was my chosen weapon in my previous relationships because it gave me a sense of power. But for how long would the power play last? We are all manipulators. Personally, I try to be con a conscious one now because it will eventually bite me in the ass if I'm not careful. I don't give the silent treatment anymore to punish someone. Instead, what I do is I distance myself from a situation to sort out what's really triggering me and to, to neutralize before acting out. Because our defeat can be brought down by our own self a lot of times. What helped me a lot personally was figure, figuring out what I wanted. The resolution, the end result, what do I want? Keep asking yourself that because your mind will cleverly shift your attention and will go around in circles. But 
If you don't know what you want, then there's a big chance you're wasting time because a destination, in my opinion, even if it's a temporary one, is important. And please remember, I'm not preaching. I'm not giving advice. I'm just sharing a pinch of my experience with you. So please take what I say with a pinch of salt. And thank you. Until next time.